0: Listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, Episode Two Twenty Three. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the guy who's kind of stumbling around a little bit, John Brownstone. I don't
1: know what you're talking you been hitting about. hitting
0: the bottle? Like what's happening here?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not telling. <laughs> a little this, Irish coffee this morning.
0: <laughs> this week we're talking about compromise in a DS relationship. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Loving BDSM, on FetLife, at Loving BDSM PC, yeah. On Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, and I will tell everybody every week about how much I hate this stupid <laughs> Instagram handle. Loving DS and the number one, that's loving DS1. Or on YouTube at youtube.com slash lovingbdsm where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. Also, I keep forgetting to tell podcast audiences this. We're now on iHeartRadio. Yes. Which is really weird. Like we're not like trying to be all iHeartRadio, but if You prefer to listen to things on iHeartRadio. You can listen to us there, too. Yeah. Just just letting you know. Uh, As always, we'd like to uh, send up a shout out and thank you to all of our kinky patrons on Patreon. Absolutely. We see you. you. We love you. We thank you. You, The uh, your pledge to us helps us do more of this. And hopefully in return, we give you good things like an extra podcast episode a month, which we have to record uh, live streams, sneak peeks, all that good stuff. So if you are interested in becoming one of our kinky patrons slash proud crickets, you can sign up for as little as $2 a month. That's, you can go to patreon.com slash Lords, patreon.com slash Lords, or just use the link in the show notes. Okay, before we get officially started, um, one announcement this week, and that is that this week's episode is sponsored by the amazing Elegantly Owned. Mm -hmm. Uh, Teishu is in the live stream chat on YouTube. So hi, shout out to Tayshu. Thank you for sponsoring this week's episode again. Elegantly Mm -hmm. Owned is a place where you can buy collars and bracelets and locks and anklets. And all, oh my, for your collaring and BDSM jewelry needs, um, the link is in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast, it is in the description box if you are watching on YouTube. But if you just go to Etsy and search elegantly owned, all one word, the shop will come up. And if you use coupon code BDSM 15 you'll save 15% off now through the month of July. So, um, and custom orders. So if you see a color on one thing, but you'd like it in that style over there, reach out to the Etsy shop and ask about a custom order. Mm -hmm. Also, the thing I really have enjoyed about the products that were sent to us, because we're going to be recording a review today. Today, the day we're recording this, I think we're recording the review. Um, You could customize the size too. So I know my issue has long been on anything that goes around any part of my body. The quote standard size is never long enough for me. Um, or when it is finally long enough, it's cause I miraculously lost 20 pounds and that's just not how life is working. So I like the idea that you can go, can I get that in this inches as opposed to that inches? And then if you don't see a size option, when you go to purchase, you can reach out and get a custom size. So it actually fits you in a comfortable way. Mm-hmm. I, um, for YouTube, uh, viewers who are usually very eagle eyed about this, I am not currently wearing a collar around my neck because I am now reviewing and have been wearing one of the anklets, which I am loving, even though it is very weird not to have Mm -hmm. anything around my neck. (laughs) So remember it's elegantly owned all one word. You can also follow elegantly owned on Twitter and Instagram, same name at elegantly owned all one word. Um, and that is a great thing to do. If you're like, Oh, I'm not in the market to shop right now. I don't have any money to spend, but you want to support a kink friendly kink owned brand, follow them on social media and like, like and retweet and share the things that they post that you like. So thank you, again, Elegantly Owned, mm-hmm. for sponsoring this week's episode. We're getting into the topic. The topic is about compromise. So <laughs> let's do a disclaimer, okay? Because I don't want an angry email, and every once in a while I do get them. So I don't want one. This is not about compromising on boundaries or limits. This is not about finding the quote middle ground on what you will or won't do in your kinky fuckery or in your power exchange when it comes to the things that you are adamant, nope, not doing that. That's not what the hell we're talking about. We're talking about the compromise that comes from being in a relationship, romantic, sexual, doesn't matter, with another human being and trying to move forward together to make something good and meaningful for you both, okay? Compromise is an absolute part of life, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of what the social media discourse <laughs> might sound like. The way things happen in life is on certain things, there needs to be compromise. Um, and so we're gonna talk about that this week. The um, r- The reason that this has come up as a topic on my mind is it actually goes along with another concept that I had sort of jotted down in my notes of let's talk about this. Yeah. And, and they don't technically go together, but for the purposes of this conversation and my perspective as a submissive, this is where I'm coming from. It's an idea of fairness. So we did an entire episode on equality and balance and the idea of it's a power exchange, but you're still equals in the relationship, hopefully on the mm-hmm. outcome of the relationship. And there have been times, both the baby girl side of who I am and also just the submissive, trying to find the compromise and make sure we're all mostly content with what's going on where the thing that has popped into my head has been, that's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) Now I recognize that a lot of that comes from my baby girl side. And I still remember being a kid, and telling an adult my life, usually a parent, well, that's not fair. And of course, the adult's typical response is, well, life isn't always fair. And my response, this is how I should have known my politics from a very young age, my response was, yeah, but shouldn't we try to make it fair? Now, that was a kid talking in from child like, you know, view on things. Mm-hmm. But I think that's, that's not. In a very simplistic way, that's where compromise does come in. It is making sure both partners have the outcome that you both want. I think true. So the probably the the biggest, most important thing that if um uh if you know nothing else, and if you are brand new to Ds and power exchange and BDSM. And you're like, I, I'm struggling. How? Mm-mm. Here's the thing. Just because the dominant is in charge doesn't mean the dominant gets their own way all the time, 100% of the time. And they, they never have to compromise. And for some people, that is new information that they never considered before. That is why I worry about people. Um, I In a kinky scene kind of aspect, in certain in certain ways that you negotiate your relationship, you can have that aspect where it's your way all the time in that moment, in that scene, in that specific set of parameters. But real life's a motherfucker. Real life's going to come out and bite you in the ass. And at some point. It always
1: does in some way
0: or another. Right. That my way or the highway thing is not going to cut it. Um, I'm thinking of. I get I get different kinds of messages and I'm about a month behind on reading messages, by the way, if you've sent any DMs <laughs> or anything. Um, but one that sticks out in my mind was between a couple where they had a really tight protocol. It was very relatively strict and it was a long-term protocol, but they had come to, they were at a point at Crossroads, they could not see eye to eye on a situation that actually was not about their kink or about really their power exchange it was about the health and well-being of both partners. It was definitely a pandemic related issue that they probably never would have had to think about otherwise um, and that was the conversation that I was having with I, th- I think both partners individually messaged me another time at, mm-hmm. you know their own times. it was wait, what is the outcome that you both want? what are you both trying to accomplish here? Um, and is there a place to compromise? Now, I think it's important to also say sometimes there is no place to compromise. Certain yeah. things are not are not worthy of negotiation and a back and forth and a give and take. You know, um, somebody having equal human rights—we're not here to compromise on that. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a place to compromise. Um, treating a partner in a power exchange with the respect that they're due—not just because of their humanity, but because this is a partnership and you're trying to build a relationship that's not up for compromise but when we're talking about where have we compromised recently i think on everything Pretty much um from the smallest thing of how to discipline this child that we're both raising which does not feel small when you're in the middle of the argument about how to do that yeah. by the way um <laughs> to the compromise on (laughs) what house to buy, which is a pretty big one. It's not related to our power exchange, but it is a pretty big decision. What neighborhood, how much money do you want to spend? Mm -hmm. Um, where do you feel comfortable with what, you know, Those life decisions, I do think of compromise more in terms of the life decisions, depending on how your relationship is structured and how many decisions you need to make together as a team, as a unit. So, because you're both trying to move in the same direction together towards some uh, similar goal. We did talk about this a lot, I think in our episode on teamwork, I will try to remember to link it in all of the appropriate places if you have not watched or heard that one. But I know for me, the reason I think this conversation is important for either side of the slash. So there are some dominant types who truly do believe, well, I'm the dominant. I'm in charge. I get what I want all the time. Whatever the decision is, I make it and we live with it. That only works to a certain point.
1: It just does. I mean, it doesn't. I thought I was doing something wrong. (laughs) Yeah, see,
0: thankfully that was sarcasm, but somebody else out there has been thinking they're doing it wrong. On the other side, from my perspective as a submissive, I know that my reflex at this point is to defer to you. You want a thing, I wanna try and give you that thing, whether it's an experience or a service or Mm -hmm. an outcome. But at the same time, That doesn't stop me from having opinions about a thing. And sometimes my opinion is that's the wrong decision. That's the wrong move. That's not the way to go. There's another way to do this. Um, And I have gotten better at it. I think you wish I was less good at this. (laughs) I have gotten better at fighting my instinct to defer when it's an important enough thing where I think that, no, truly, I do not agree with this decision. So first, let's have the radical statement out there that submissives, you will not always agree with your dominance decisions and you will think that they are poor decisions. That will happen. Yeah. <laughs> if it has not happened to you yet, give it a minute, it will happen. Um, and dominance do not always have the right answer. You just, I love you so much. You don't. <laughs> I don't always have the right answer. I mean, I like to believe that I'm always right, but I, I mean, no. And True. here's the other important part about compromising. You and I had this conversation a lot in early days in our relationship. Yeah. There are multiple ways to get to the same outcome. Right. So there is also that, but this is the way I've always done it. I have been trapped in that one where this is quote the right way um, <laughs> of doing a thing. That happens. Uh, I have very, very uh, firm opinions on how to load a dishwasher. Um <laughs> And I know in my vanilla relationships, I spent a lot of time telling, especially my ex-husband, how wrong he was, not because he was wrong, but because he wasn't doing it the way I thought he should do something. And that's where I finally had to get into a healthy relationship with John Brownstone, to be honest. I finally realized, wait, it's not about the method necessarily. It's about the The outcome. outcome. What's the final outcome we're trying to get to? So on- um, I I used to tell
1: you that a lot mm -hmm, back in the day. mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, we, uh, what is it? What's the simplest one? Um, the simplest one I can think of is, uh, it is the dishwasher. So we each load it, um, differently and we each have very strong opinions about how to load a dishwasher. So the compromise is not, um, that, we how do I put this that we marry the two ways of uh uh, loading a dishwasher at the same time so half of it's your method and half of it's my method that would be that would be weird what we do is if it's my job to load that dishwasher that's not currently working but I'm not mad about it um (laughs) I do it my way. When it's your job to load the dishwasher, you do it your way. And we don't interfere. That's the compromise. That can also be a compromise where you're each doing your own thing. Because the outcome is we want some clean fucking
1: dishes. I mean, let's just be real. But see, we agree on the toilet paper.
0: Oh, we totally agree on the toilet paper. Yeah. We totally agree on the toilet paper. Uh, That would be roll paper down. Over. Yeah. 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 Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, if you don't agree with me on that, I'm, you can do what you want in your own house, but in my house. <laughs> and also, in not that I've gone into any public places or businesses and used their bathroom, but I have been known to be in a place where you can easily maneuver the toilet paper. And if it's wrong, I will fix it for you. <laughs> so maybe I'm not going to compromise. No, I, I kid. I kid. Um, I do think that in those moments where you're you're arguing or there's hurt feelings because you're not seeing eye to eye um maybe it's about um how to handle a conflict with a family member maybe it's about um how to spend a holiday maybe it's about how to handle the state of the world because it's a fucking pandemic outside and everything's on fire it's not about i think it goes back to it's not about what you actually do as individuals it's about what you're trying to accomplish so i would take raising children and you have to discipline a child okay (laughs)
1: now
0: we do have arguments about this and here's the thing being able to compromise and being willing to compromise does not mean you will not argue we argue and we argue the two things we argue most about are money which is typical Mm -hmm. and child rearing also typical if you happen yeah. to have children in your life that you're trying to raise um, so sometimes the compromise is what is the outcome we both want can we agree on that if we can agree on the outcome we both want True. then it is less important about how we get there if we cannot agree on the outcome we want the compromise is somebody sometimes that somebody goes fine fine whatever because for one of us the it's it's not worth fighting about. Um, thankfully, I can think of nothing where we have an unresolved issue. Because I have found that sometimes our compromise in those big serious issues mm-hmm. is sometimes we go your way and sometimes we go my way. True. Even if the other one's like, I really I really don't like this. I'm really grumbling about this. I don't love it. It's <laughs> It goes back to that sense of fairness. <laughs> and I don't think you can – tell me what you think about this. I don't think – you can like maybe you can maybe if you're wired this way. I don't think you can like make a score sheet or a spreadsheet or have like a notepad that says, oh, well, that last decision we we fussed about and argued about you won. So, so this, this time, time it's, it's my, my turn. yeah. I mean maybe That's... some people can maneuver that maybe they do maneuver through life that way I'm not like saying it's impossible. I for myself, I don't feel like that would be healthy because I feel like I would then be dwelling on the times and it would be more about winning mm-hmm. than finding the solution yeah. together.
1: I mean, you know, if you're keeping track of who who gets their way one time over another, you know, it sounds like you're playing a sport.
0: Yeah, and I mean, yeah, eventually I think there are times when that that works just fine, but yeah. I don't see that being healthy in the long term because if no. everything is reduced to your turn my turn you win i win at what point are we saying we win what is it that we ultimately want and some of the decisions we've made as a couple were when th- they were the the best decisions but also they were the hardest to come to because what we did was we each sort of picked a side and went this is what i want this is how yeah. i want to get there this is what i want to do mm-hmm. and we were at odds with one another and when we reframed the conversation and said "Oh, okay what are we trying to accomplish What is our end goal here? Because we go back to goal setting. We did an episode on that too. Then it was, okay, so what gets us to the goal? So sometimes the compromise is not your solution or my solution. It's a third option we never let ourselves think about Mm -hmm. because we thought we only had this binary option of yours versus mine. Um, It allows for creative thinking for sure. Yeah. It can be more fraught because then there's a lot more unknowns. If you're thinking completely outside the box and going with a third option that wasn't even on the list, because you're like, okay, I'm going to give up this thing that I have decided is really important, but I don't think it really is important because the end goal is more important. And then you're, you're kind of a little unmoored from everything because now you have to make, you have to pick from scratch everything, True. but it does offer a lot more freedom. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of the last time we kind of went down that route. I think it's been business decisions.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: Because it is very easy. Your business is very physical. It's very resource heavy in terms of material and supplies. And so there's a lot of money spent. My business is very um, emotional and mental labor intensive. Time intensive. Mm -hmm. And we are we have to balance how much time we spend on a thing versus how much money we spend on things. Right. And instead of you having your own thing and me having my own thing and fighting about it. Mm -hmm. And then me wanting to defer because I'm the submissive. And that's just sort of how I naturally relate to you because that's how I personally am hardwired. We were like, "Mm, well, what's a third route? What's a better way? How's, and we actually restructured our entire business life. To fit, pretty much. Yeah. It's not yours. It's not mine. It's ours. Ours. Mm -hmm. And it. We have a centralized thing where everything comes from. Right. Um. Trying to think of other times. We have compromised in really little ways. There are times Mm -hmm. where one of us gets really heated about this is what I want. The kitchen appliances, maybe, or the color of a wall, or and. I I know in those times, there are times I could have a strong opinion. I really don't care. And in those times, I'm going to give you the easy win. I don't care what do you want. Make a decision. (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like that does sort of put a couple of, we're not scorekeeping, but it does put a couple of wins in your column. And I have found that you tend to be more willing it's like it's like a subconscious thing that's in the back of your mind where you've gotten a lot of what you wanted and here I come with a thing I find very important mm-hmm. and I'm like, here's how I think we should do
1: it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, fine, go ahead.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think that's what keeps the balance of that that sense of what's fair. Now I am still quick as a baby girl to go, that's not fair. And I have, I have <laughs> yes. if I feel like We've had too many decisions where we have deferred to your way, and I'm really unhappy mm-hmm. with those things. And for us, they all come down to money and child rearing. Both those are our big, big issues. Money yeah. is less so these days. It is very much a child rearing thing because, of course, we have a teenager.
1: And she does not like. She does not think waterboarding should be a thing.
0: No, <laughs> <and> not. Um, <laughs> So another conversation we've had, and I want to get your thoughts on this because you, when I first said it, you got really quiet. So um, there are two things I've been told about compromise that have stuck with me, mm-hmm. and I am the type to be willing to compromise almost too much because I want to be a peacekeeper, and that is something. If you are the type who wants to be a peacekeeper, you do have to be careful because sometimes you will overcompromise, and then you're you're Just resentful to make peace, later, yes. right? And that, that is something that is something you kind of have to unlearn and sort of retrain yourself. Right. But I've been told two things about compromise that have really okay. stuck with me over the years, and I go back to them. But one gave you pause, and this is the one I want, I wanna get your opinion on, uh-huh. your thoughts on. So the first one is a boss told me, he said in a true compromise, now he was talking about business stuff, but mm-hmm. in a true compromise, both parties walk away slightly dissatisfied. Why? Because they each had to give up something they wanted to meet in the middle on the compromise. Now that was very much a business thing where you're maybe talking money Mm. versus goods, money versus time. And there's that real true like boardroom kind of thing of a back and forth, back and forth until you meet in the middle. And those kind of compromises that does make sense to me. Um we have done things like that where it's about time. Well I want to I want to do this thing for two hours. Yeah, but I really think we should do it for one hour. Well and then we go back and forth. And that kind of compromise, I always felt like you should be satisfied with the outcome and slightly disappointed you didn't get everything you wanted. Because let's be real about life. We don't always get everything we want. I think we all know that. But the other one, the first time I said it to you, you got really quiet. So this is another one I got from a business training okay. thing, but I use this shit all the time. And it was actually in, in terms of conflict, but I use it in when I'm thinking about compromise. And it is the idea that you can be right or you can be happy, but you cannot always be both.
1: Mm, now, I know there yeah. are people who
0: would who would yell to the high heavens that, oh no, I'm happy when I am right. Well, that, <laughs> you must be just... Fun to live with. Um, (laughs) On those moments, for me, I use that one that you can be happy or you can be right. In those moments where I don't, I'm exhausted by the argument. The argument is unresolved because nobody... Can, it's it's sort of a beating your head against a brick wall kind of moment. We're all saying mm-hmm. the same things we've been saying. Um, the first time I used this statement with you, uh, you were uh, we were dealing with a f- teenage dilemma. Yeah. And it was the same thing over and over and over again. And it is n- it's not one you want to use for every situation because sometimes you need to be right more than you need to be happy. Um, I, I'll go back to, you know, equality and human rights. <laughs> You need to be right, not necessarily happy. (laughs) Um, But when we're talking about interpersonal things where it's about what are we having for dinner? It's about what's the exact best method to discipline a 14-year-old over. It's about what's the exact best kinky fuckery thing to do right at this exact moment. And you can't see eye to eye and you're butting heads and you're butting heads and you're butting heads with no give there, right? Especially if... Really, you might be the one that needs to compromise a little bit, just a little bit. You can be right or you can be happy. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: the first time I said it to you, you got real quiet. What do you think? What did you think? And maybe what do you think if your thoughts have changed about Um, that? No,
1: I I think I got quiet. I I had never, one, I had never heard that before. That was, um, ah. Yeah, I'd never heard that before. And I think part of the reason I got so quiet is because hearing the words kind of made me go, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm really unhappy now. And also
0: there's that whole doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. Results, That was a time where there had to be... Some, yeah. Something had to change. There had to be some mm-hmm. compromise in the you've decided this is the right method forward, but it's getting you nowhere. <laughs> And that is for every part of life, I think. If you are doing the same things over and over and over again,
1: yeah.
0: and it's the results aren't changing and the people aren't changing, sometimes you got to change the people. It's time for somebody to mm-hmm, go mm-hmm. and for you to open yourself up to new opportunities. But sometimes it's, wait, are you so strongly attached to your method, your view, your way of looking at something that you cannot unbend enough? to admit that there might be another way to get to the same outcome. And I'm not going to say that I don't say all dominance do nothing. Y'all, y'all know this, but I'm going to say, I have met quite a few dominant people across the gender spectrum, quite frankly, who have a little bit of that in them. Cause there's the need and desire and want for power and control. And sometimes Mm. unbending the path you see in your head about how to get to an outcome, Mm -hmm. feels like giving up control. It's not. (laughs) It's not. (laughs) Sure about that? Positive. As somebody who professionally gives up control all the fucking time. (laughs) Since I started popping out babies, I've been giving up control. I figured out within 30 seconds of being a parent I have no control over anything anymore. I just have the appearance of control. And then <laughs> I figured out my myself in terms of relationship and sex. I'm like, oh, I'm a submissive. I don't even like having control. I have control. I mean, no, control is a fucking illusion. It is given and taken away in a fucking heartbeat. And that nothing points, makes that clearer than the fact that a power exchange relationship is negotiated and consented to. And the moment your submissive se- person withdraws consent guess who doesn't have control anymore you have it as long as it is granted to you which man that could totally that's a whole statement and commentary on the state of the world right now but we're not talking about that we're talking about ds relationships um and so yeah that's what i go back to what do you want the fucking outcome to be true like not how you want to get there why is how you get there so important that we do it in these specific 42 steps that you predetermined before we'd even met that this was the right way to move through this situation. What? Could it be 41 of your steps and one of mine? Could we, could we do that maybe? Um. I also think that they're part of that discussion is and you are really good at this we've talked about this before Mm -hmm. is that for the d types out there who find it very difficult to give up control also s types have problems giving up control it's why some of us struggle so much to submit Mm -hmm. let's just be real um it is acknowledging that not only does a submissive have opinions and feelings about what what they want and how they want to do it but also expertise and experience that then lends a different perception and a different a different way of doing things. I mean, I still remember the revelation of how good it felt to not fight about how to, it was something domestic. It was something like clean up a thing, wash a thing. I think it was laundry.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I've been doing laundry since college. Like I'd been doing my laundry, of course, in college. And then I'd been doing my then boyfriend, then fiance, then husband, now ex-husband, you know, throughout the state of our relationship, I'd been doing his laundry and I, started popping out children. I was doing their laundry. I had like, (laughs) you know, 20 years of laundry. And then my dad taught me how to do laundry when I was fairly young. So I've been doing laundry for like a long time on my own, my method, this is how we did it, right? And then our lives shifted when you left your day job and, you know, went self-employed on your own and you had a lot more time. And so we shifted the duties. We did an entire episode about that too. Yeah. Um, And you started doing laundry. Uh-huh. And the first time I saw you do laundry, my whole body cringed. Like I was, like I was a muscle. I was a muscle spasm, y'all. I was like, oh my god, that's that's not how I do the laundry. You're right. And I think we had come. I think I was able to laugh at myself about that. I think mm-hmm. I was at the time. But it, it was difficult. I'm a submissive, but that was my thing. That was my thing before I was submissive. That was my thing while I was submissive. That was my thing, and he was not doing it the right way. And that's when I went, wait, but I just want the fucking laundry done, and I don't want to have to do it. There you go. So now we joke. When
1: he <laughs> he <laughs> folds
0: things completely differently than the way I do them. He does laundry in a completely different order. He uses you don't use totally different settings, but you use settings I would not use. Right. So I could barrel in and fight my way through and go, you're doing this wrong, do it my way. And you know what I'd say? Well I know you'd go all big D, and you would be totally oh. right to do so. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And yet I want it to have been done and not to have been the one doing it. So the compromise is I just fucking ignore the shit out of it. <laughs> like
1: I see nothing
0: and I crack a joke when I notice something not in the right place. Because after how many years now? You three or four. Yeah. Maybe longer. There are certain shirts that still never make it in the right drawer. Yeah, and it's you know, now you, a joke.
1: <laughs> it, you, you and your pajama tops. I can never tell your pajama tops from some of your t-shirts.
0: I know. And so I think yeah. just the. And
1: I just, yeah. Yeah.
0: May the odds be forever in my favor about where they're going to be. But that's now <laughs> a joke. And that's how we lighten that up. So I think it's also important for both sides of a slash to figure out where, where you need to compromise on, meaning you both have a method and you need to meet in the middle. Right. And where you don't need to be bothered with how they're doing it, even if it's not some not the way you would do something. Are you getting the outcome you want? Do you want to be right? Or you do you want to be happy? Clothes? Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm very happy to have clean clothes and go. to not have had to wash them. Thank you very
1: much. Mm-hmm. So
0: I think <laughs> I think we do often think of compromise absolutely in terms of, you give in a little, you give in a little, and we meet in the Mm -hmm. middle. And many times that is compromise. But in in relationships like the one we have and the one we see other people having, sometimes it's, it's not about finding the quote right path forward where we combine our two methods or our two ways of thinking. Sometimes it's, I don't really need to worry about that. Why am I worried about the how and the why of that? Mm -hmm. Um, I do, I have noticed from my personal experience that the people who worry the most about that are those of us with the most control issues. And that is not just a dumb thing. I mean, I'm gonna keep saying it Mm because I feel like it bears repeating in almost every Mm -hmm. episode. Submissives absolutely have control issues. Most definitely. Um, Now, just to bring it back to um, DS and specifics and we talk about how we do, we do compromise with each other very, very well. Yes. And I will, like I said, I will be the first to call out when I don't think, I feel like I've been giving more than I've been receiving. And it's a feeling, mm-hmm. don't keep a score sheet. I really don't recommend doing that. Um, How does it feel from your perspective to compromise? And can, are there moments where... Are there things you can think of where you have drastically changed how you deal with compromise in terms of the, our power exchange? Like, how does it feel? I think is where I'm really getting to.
1: I, I think for me, in in our relationship, and this was something that, that was very difficult for me in past relationships, because there, in past relationships, there was no compromise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, both sides were just battling it out, pretty mm-hmm. much. And I think at first it was difficult for me mm-hmm. the, the the compromise but as I have as, as we have evolved and as we have moved on and progressed in our relationship I do find it easier
0: do you think it's a trust thing? yeah because we compromise we get to what the end goal that we want the world does not fall apart around us we move on to the next thing
1: yeah yeah so i I definitely do find it it easier at this point and more open to it mm-hmm oh for
0: for sure, same for right. me for sure
1: and i I have to say, you know, going back to something you said earlier, you know about the the business and everybody walking away without something they want mm-hmm. i I kind of. To me, it's kind of like the glass half full, half empty
0: mm-hmm. kind
1: of thing. I look at it as everybody walks away with something.
0: Yeah, and I think that too few people see it that way. What they yeah. focus on is what they didn't get, didn't get, as opposed to what they did get or the outcome that was achieved. I think that is a moment where I go back to: you can be right or you can be happy. Yeah. If you if if there's no positive net positive to compromise, then that's a problem but if you are incapable of seeing the end result as a positive and the end result being basically what you wanted being a positive then that's a mind shift thing and that's an outlook thing and that's some some self-reflection time and we've got some internal work to do there Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but i think that's where people do tend to get to to be very unhappy and and very rigid, they don't want to have to change, and I do think it's a trust thing because they don't trust that they're going to get ultimately what they want, or they don't trust well, somebody else's judgment.
1: They don't trust, or or they don't trust that it's going to be a fair. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Going back to that that. F word. And
0: you know what? <laughs> I think that it is important to think about people's life experiences. If most of your experiences moving through the world have been that when you compromise, it is inherently unfair to you. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely valid that you would not trust compromise on any level. I think it goes back to everything we talk about with power exchange. Mm-hmm. You have to start slow and small. Right. You have to, to to take a leap of faith and give trust in a small way not be disappointed by that and then you can give that trust in a bigger way you know it was a big deal to hand over laundry to you and we'd been together for a few years before you started doing it you could Mm -hmm. not have done done laundry and taken that over from me on day one we did not have that no we did not have as as much as we loved one another even then as close as we were as much trust as we had mm developed. i would have wanted to control that every step of the way oh yeah
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i would have pushed back
0: i know and you would have been right to push back that's the other thing if i think this is this is definitely a regardless of the side of the slash it is very easy for the controlling person or the person who has problems giving up control to push to be quote helpful and tell you how you can do it and wouldn't this be easier and i have always found it And, uh, and one it's exhausting and two it's it's annoying it's not a good look um and I don't care what side of the slash you're on. If you are on the receiving end of that, because that person has control issues, you, in the way that is authentic to you and works for your relationship, push back. I mean, I am real quick to go, you know I do know how to do this, right? When you do it to me. Yeah. And we do it in the, I'm trying to help. I want to make this easier for you. But really, let's, let's be real, let's be honest. You gave up control over a thing you want to control that you think they're not going to do it right Mm -hmm. you think that that your way is the right way that's uh, ooh. and this one goes back to it's both sides of the slash but i see it more and in worse ways from doms it's it's more subtle from submissives i think and that is it your way is the right way nobody can do it the way you do it nobody can do it as well as you do it, they're doing it all wrong if they don't do it your way. If these are things you're thinking in terms of your relationship that is meant to be a happy, healthy one mm-hmm. and however you express your power exchange, it's time to do some work. <laughs> it's time now, to develop some trust, now too. Now, you,
1: you did that a little bit with me when I took over the cooking. <laughs> yeah, that was hard, too. That was very nice, but that was hard, too. Yeah, that, that I think, was harder than the laundry for you because you were telling me quite a bit you know you should be doing it this way and you know if you did that Mm -hmm. I'm like well you know baby girl I'm a I've been cooking long before I met you I'm a rather (laughs) ample man so I haven't done too badly my
0: favorite thing is the age difference being what it is you've probably been cooking longer than I've been alive
1: Let's just be
0: real here. You've been cooking longer than I've been alive. Yeah. But you know what? So the compromises, and I see somebody telling, sharing their own examples in the live stream mm-hmm. chat. The, the compromise is when you're doing it, you do it your way, and I stay right. the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. And when I'm doing it, I do it my way. You stay the fuck out of it. Now, and I think
1: that counts as compromise. Now, you you have given me some good pointers and mm-hmm. some good tips.
0: You, yeah, so here's my question. Because compromise is, not wanting to compromise, I think, is primarily a control issue. Also, the mm-hmm. I want to be right all the time issue, which can be separate. Is it about delivery? So when I come, I don't know, when I come out here, I'm like, well, you're doing that wrong. You should do it my way. My way is. And then no, that's
1: not productive for anybody. No. So is it when, when I'm you, when you come when you come at it that way? I I know for me mm-hmm. you're gonna hit a brick wall because right. you you come at me like that. I'm gonna dig my heels in and and, right. and, and now, I will not budge. And
0: now we're fussing and fighting
1: over something. Right? Why? Why?
0: Why? Because I thought my way was the only way. Mm, we're back to some one true way kind of bullshit. And right? Remember, we're not here mm-hmm. for any of that. So if I deliver it in the, hey, have you ever thought of this? Or, hey, can I offer a suggestion? You know, it's about consent and communication because this isn't everything. Exactly. Um, If I ask, hey, can I share my opinion? I think that goes a long way. Would
1: you be open to trying something new? Right. A different way of doing that.
0: Hey, and and I think tone matters here too. Hey, have you ever considered blah, 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 and do it this way and try that? Mm The difference, though, is, and this is where you're genuinely offering up an opinion, but you're not, like, willing to follow on your sword for it,
1: (laughs) is that if the
0: other person goes, oh, but I'm not, no, I'm not interested in that. You go, okay. And it is. And
1: you move on. that's all you can do.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
1: That's all you can do. Exactly.
0: Because I, so compromise comes in a lot of different forms. Yeah. It stems from a lot of different types of conversations and interactions that you have. It's not just, we said it at the top. Let's say it again. Do not expect anybody to compromise on their boundaries or their limits. No fuck that shit. If somebody is trying to sort of do that wheedling, well, what about if we just do this? Mm -mm, That's pressure that you do not have to put up with. They need to go. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're talking about building something beyond that. We've gone beyond our kinks. We've gone beyond the kinky scene. We've even yeah. gone beyond the, here's the protocol we're both willing to live under, or the way we want to structure our power exchange. And we're getting into the the details of being two people interacting with one another and building something together. Whatever that is, I do, uh, let's make it clear, I do not think everybody is meant to l- move in together and get married. Not every power exchange mm-hmm. is a loving one, Up. Loving and romantic love. Not every power exchange is sexual. It's it's about two people building something together. Yeah. There are times when compromise is not sitting across the table from one another, going, "Okay, well, I'll give up five five minutes of this if you give me ten minutes of that." Like sometimes you can do your kinky scene that way. Sometimes that happens that way. What if we do twenty minutes of this and then twenty minutes of that instead of yes but most of it is figuring out when you need to interject your opinion when you need to fight for a thing that feels important and when you need to focus on the outcome not the method that you're getting there correct i think that's a good place to leave it on yeah. i think so
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think most of us really do understand the concept of compromise i think the biggest message i just want people to think about is that doms don't get their way all the time just because they're fucking dominant. Fuck that shit. And submissives absolutely do have control issues if you think otherwise. You've mm-hmm. not, you need to expand yeah. your uh, uh, friend group of submissives that you have gotten to know because many of us absolutely fucking do have control issues. And I think the key to consistent compromise and being willing to compromise is is trust. Yeah. It's trust in yourself, yeah. it's trust in the other person. Um, and if, they, if that person has violated your trust once, twice, I don't care. No, they don't d- deserve the, the – that sort of there's a term and my mind just went blank. Benefit of the doubt mm. that, yeah. the, that they will do what they said they will do, that the compromise will be equitable and fair for everybody. And, mm. um, but when you find yourself struggling to compromise and, and meet in the middle, I don't think it's always meeting in the middle – um focus on the outcome you want rather than the process to get to that outcome and i think then you'll do some creative thinking sometimes the compromises we throw out we each throw out our idea and we do something some third way so that is i think all i have to say about that Um, anything, anything else you want to point out? I don't want to really? leave anything on the table no, here. I,
1: I think you did a fine job.
0: Good. I'm getting better at trying to make sure that you like say what you need to say. I know. And and not show and, all of my yeah. control issues. No, you're good. I, the I, I, <laughs> I'm just
1: kind of, t- I'm.
0: I know. We'll talk about that in yeah. the bonus section. Yeah. You, yeah. You're low key and that's okay. I'm
1: kind of along for the ride today.
0: Yeah. So yeah. we do have a bonus section. We mm-hmm. will get into all that. Um, so yeah, that's us this week.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, are we good?
0: As good as we'll ever be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep,
1: Keep it kinky, kinky, y'all.
0: And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Daddy.
1: Yes, baby girl.
0: Can I talk to the crickets, please?
1: Why do, you, why do you want to talk to the crickets?
0: Because I love them. They're amazing. This is my community. I always feel better after I talk to the crickets.
1: Oh, well, if that's what it is, by all means. Thank
0: you. <laughs> oh, I didn't have to go that over the top. I could have just said something like not overly dramatic. Oh, oh, okay. Who knew? Um, I am completely inconsistent with our emojis of the week. I know that, but we are going to do an emoji of the week. Mm-hmm. I think there. it's the handshake emoji two Mm -hmm. hands clasping I think I think it's a handshake emoji that could be our emoji of the week uh if you are in the live stream chat feel free to drop it there if you're watching on YouTube later feel free to comment with it and if you are listening on podcast audio however you connect with us I have people who genuinely send me an email and it's just a couple of emojis and I am okay with that I think that's lovely Um, so yeah handshake Emoji is our emoji mm-hmm. of the week. Will I ever get to a point where we're actually doing this every week consistently? I don't know. That's part of the fun. It's a surprise every week. Will we, won't we? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us talk about why you are kind of quiet and low key this week. We had a stressful moment yeah. over the weekend
1: yeah now some some of the folks on on discord know about it already oh
0: and let me stop here because every time i say discord you're like oh how do we get to the discord yeah. that is a patreon perk y'all yeah so just so you know if you patreon.com slash get alerts okay there go
1: so anyway saturday we were doing work stuff around the house we were being really diligent We too. we were we were being Man. good we started in the bedroom we hung the mirror over the dresser um we hung her um cross stitch that Mm -hmm. i had framed for her yes it is beautiful and um we went from there we worked our way into the kitchen Mm -hmm. we hung our coffee we 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 hung our coffee stuff and and doing all that and then we worked our way into the living room
0: we had an entire massive box of pictures yes
1: so we we were we we started on one end of the living room and and just kind of worked our way around deciding what stuff is going to be hung where what stuff wasn't going to be hung that was just going to be you know set on shelves or or displayed and we were doing damn good we were making some good time we we were making some good time we were getting through that big old box of pictures and then we came to the last picture the, va- genuinely, y'all, genuinely the, the last, last and picture. I do
0: a lot of collage frames because the pictures of the
1: kids. I got to buy some more.
0: It was the, it was not just the last picture. It was the last big one. It was the last. It was, we were done for the yeah. day when mm-hmm. we were done with this.
1: And, and this picture was going up on the wall that faces, you walk in the front door and you come in the entry hallway there and boom, there's that wall. Mm-hmm. And this was going to be up in the to- upper left-hand corner. And, and everything had been going well. Um, I, you know, I was up there on that last picture up there on, on, on the stepladder mm-hmm. and drilled the hole for the, for the molly.
0: And I feel like that's where we should have known there was a problem cause, man, because, man, that
1: hole was giving you Because that sense. hole was giving me grief. Um, everything else I had done up to that point went perfectly. Every hole I set, it, it just, you know, smooth as silk, smooth as silk. And and this one I I had to, to drill it several times and what had actually happened is it was right on a stud, so I drilled into the drywall and hit the stud and it kind of bumped it mm. a little bit. So anyway, I'm coming down off the stepladder. And I thought I was down to the last step. And I was not. <laughs> And I landed my butt on the floor. Y'all,
0: he fell backwards. His feet go out from under him. He goes all the way back. It's like slow-mo. I'm holding all the tools because yeah. I'm the beautiful assistant holding, handing yep. things. And he goes back and his head hits. Thankf- there was a box and on top of the box was the Roomba. The
1: Roomba. I had moved the Roomba over there. I put it on top of the box and have it out of the way. Because the wall we were working on was where she sits to charge. And his
0: head... Snaps back, hits the Roomba, Roomba yeah. snaps forward. I mean, I think I can see it. Like, I can, it's playing like a movie in my head right now. And it makes <laughs> yeah. my stomach hurt. <laughs> so, not to scare anybody, he is fine. I'm fine. You, gall- you literally cut the cartilage on the side of your ear. It looks like you tried to get a cartilage piercing and failed miserably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: My, uh... Uh,
0: you had an elbow owie, mm-hmm. which is healing just fine. Yeah bruised ish shoulder bruises
1: shoulder knee um sore muscles in the back
0: yeah you were very stiff yeah. very slow we uh, i got to play nurse and not in the way you'd think we mm-hmm. would around here no not
1: in the fun way no
0: no no um and that's when one i learned that bandaging up an ear very difficult Two, yeah i don't know how to bandage anything i I'm awful well, as a nurse. None of my ideas worked either. No, none it's, of your it's just ideas Just the were...
1: nature of you know. Yeah, and uh, <laughs>
0: you will have a very interesting scar there at some once it heals completely. I think because it,
1: it got uh, it. I got it in a sword fight. Yeah, that little it's <laughs> that, that little, little notch side
0: of your ear where it's flesh and a little bit of cartilage. It's I mean all the way all the way through. Like he cut into his ear all the way through. Yeah, it, it actually. Um, the ear. Yeah. And I we were very concerned about, you know, how hard yeah. you hit your head. And it was like, okay, are you nauseous? Okay. Are you, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um I, I'm very happy to say that my anxiety did not spike until later. I was, I stayed mm-hmm. relatively calm. You stayed relatively calm. Yeah. Um, I think the adrenaline really like was coursing because I'm manipulating his ear left and right to clean it, to put stuff on it, to kill any bacteria. And I'm like, doesn't this hurt? No, it's fine. It's fine. And then got out the peroxide (laughs) closest i think i've ever come to seeing you want to like cry from pain yeah (laughs) it's like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm so sorry
1: that 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 was that was not pleasant but it needed to be done yeah and uh yeah i i'm i'm really surprised one um, my glasses are intact. Yeah, thank God. They n- they did not get damaged at all. I'm I mean, we do need new glasses, that but that was not, how, not I how I to wanted to them. go get them. Yeah. No, no, no.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: Yeah, mm-mm. and uh, yeah, right, right now, Silent Wing asked if the the Roombas gained sentience yet. You know, um, I, I'm I'm keeping a very close eye on, on on Rosie at the moment. I mean, she has my DNA, so if you know, I
0: hear Rosie the Roomba. <laughs> baby girl I'ma be mad okay it's fine to have one of those in your life I don't need to I don't so, need uh, to uh, so
1: so yeah we're, we're, we're waiting to see if the Roomba AI evolves
0: <laughs> I mean I wasn't afraid of the, our AI overlords until JB donated some of his DNA to yeah, it yeah right um
1: so uh, yeah, it, it made for an interesting evening. At that point, all picture hanging came to an. A, we a, still abrupt... just
0: have a little hole in the wall where that. When do you think you'll actually kind of feel even up for that? I have not. I've not been like, when are we gonna um, put it up? When are we gonna put it up? But
1: even no, the picture is not up. No, it is
0: <laughs> off to the
1: side. There is an it,
0: empty spot on the wall. Yeah,
1: with just. An empty spot with just a hole in the and wall. And I
0: will be spotting you. Yeah. I mean
1: So no, it it is it is not up. And uh
0: Any any idea any,
1: of when you feel ETA, uh, hoping before the, the end, Hoping before the end of the week. It
0: is literally the last yeah. one. I have to it won't be the last one. I have a ton of pictures that I've just I'm really bad about pictures. I don't take enough. I buy the kids' school pictures every year, even though, and I try and buy the bare minimum because we don't have a big family. Mm-hmm. But I like to buy collage frames, so it's a bunch of little frames and a big one, and then yeah. I just sprinkle in pictures. Um, mm-hmm. I need to get some of those. I need to buy new frames because I've got some pictures I do want on the wall but of the boys, but the frame is kind of crap because some these are like... Cheapy, cheapy frames that I bought when I had no money and I had a townhouse. This is before I even met you. I wanted to decorate Mm -hmm. it and I want pictures of the kids up there. Um, And I like having a bunch of pictures to show their progression from young to old. Now, y'all would think with my literal diagnosed OCD and also just how I am, um, that those pictures, I would have them in like age
1: progression progression
0: i do not they're just higgledy piggledy just pictures Mm -hmm. pictures pictures Mm -hmm. and sometimes i look at them and i have to remind myself which kid that is because that's how alike they looked at certain points in in their same age but yeah so there's no rhyme or reason other than it kind of is equidistant and big ones and big ones but the pictures themselves and i have a bunch i need to buy some more frames i need to make an online order and have that sent to me um (laughs) but yeah yeah, so so you've been moving very slow so so i've
1: been moving very slow since then um sunday i pretty much spent the entire day on the sofa with a heating pad and popping ibuprofen like candy
0: and binging your new and my new, my new Netflix show. Well, it was Father's Day. You yeah. were entitled to a day of nothingness.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Monday, I was feeling a little bit more myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I did go out. I, I had an order I had to finish I to, to get out.
0: I'm glad that's a family order, because I, yeah. have I haven't
1: shipped that out yet. And uh, I, I did finish that. You know, and, and that was one of those things that was kind of weird, because I had told them I wasn't gonna start it until Monday. Mm, gotcha. And I actually started it Friday, and only had
0: you were some done. finishing
1: touches to mm-hmm. do on Monday, so I was able to do that. But other than that, I didn't do very much Monday. Yesterday, um...
0: You did stuff, but it wasn't I, out in I the did shop. stuff, but
1: it wasn't out in the shop. You did yeah. stuff
0: for me on, on Tuesday. Yes. So I'm getting a new computer. <laughs> I'm getting a big girl computer. <laughs> With a big girl screen yeah. instead of my 13-inch laptop monitor, it's very exciting. And today is so, today. Yeah. And I don't know what you have on your shirt.
1: Oh, I know what it is. Oh, I'm afraid. I know exactly what it is.
0: Um. Yeah. And yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I think you're entitled to be a little quiet, move a little slow, take your sweet time doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Amy asked what computer I'm getting. And uh, is, it, is it an iMac? Is it just a Mac? Is it an iMac? What I are these Mac. things called? It's an iMac. I'm a, uh, I'm f- hate me. If you like, I'm fully an Apple person. No, they are not a perfect company and there are issues. I know, but all companies have issues. I think. Mm-hmm. And also I love my MacBook, And so I was like, I'm ready to graduate up a little bit.
1: Yeah. To well, considering car, you computer. do the, all the uh, video editing
0: yeah, all of the video editing, all of the, um, all of the graphics work. Which I use, I use really simple tools, so it's not like I need computing power really for that. Mm-hmm. But I'm constantly dealing with graphics. I'm constantly downloading crap to the computer, so much stuff. And um, but yeah, it's exciting finding yeah.
1: a new computer. I mean, I'm X. I'm with you. I'm I'm not a big Apple fan myself as far as computers. Um, I, I know for for graphics and and movies they they are good they you know graphics people use them a lot um, I'm I'm Windows
0: I know you are I, yeah. even the 14 year old's like oh yeah I want an iPhone but I'm a Windows person yeah. mom and I'm like cool and just like I will tell X who's like oh I don't like I don't like Apple. Um, your kink is not my kink, but your kink is okay. Yeah. So your platform, your operating system, yeah. your operating system is not my operating right. system. I mean I, actually okay. I, I
1: would I would prefer Linux.
0: I know you would. And I you I, tried to get me to do a Linux thing, and I was like, oh yeah. no, I, I don't um, like I,
1: it. I used Linux for many, many years and I never know. touched Windows. I, I completely missed Vista. And seven. You missed nothing with yeah, Vista. I, I hated Vista. I know because I I was purely Linux at that point, but then when we started doing all this stuff, all this stuff that yeah. we're doing, um, I did try. I tried. I know you did. But um, for um, you know, for a lot of this stuff, the Windows software sure. was much better.
0: It, it yeah. I think if I and and
1: yes, you know you know it's it's funny have to
0: tell people what they okay
1: say. he he's talking <laughs> about the Apple computers and the Unix software. Um, yes, I, I am aware of that I find it very funny that early on, um, Microsoft used DOS as the bootstrap to get the systems up and running. They moved away from that. Now Apple is using Linux as the bootstrap to boot the Apple iOS, so.
0: This is the moment where JB is talking to all of the people who understand that stuff, and those yeah. of us who are like, oh, our eyes all glazed over. Um, it's okay, my eyes glazed over with you, but yeah. for all for all of you computer folks who just you went your heart Twitter-pated there, <laughs> I'm happy for you. I'm very happy for you. Um, I'm getting a new computer, and it's pretty. I mean, let's... <laughs> Let me just be real with you, okay? Yeah. Uh, that's the one I wanted. That's mm-hmm. the one I got. It should arrive in a week and a half or so. Yes. I am a happy girl. Yeah. That's all I can mm-hmm. about. Um, what else?
1: <laughs> can we not talk about computers <laughs> Okay, anymore? we're done. more? We're done. No more, no more tech talk. Oh,
0: thank you. I can, I'm, I'm <laughs> look, your tech is, not, yeah, we already went there um and silent wing says it's my chance to talk about makeup and nail polish i think i do that on the youtube uh <laughs> hang out at night on friday night uh i do have a makeup order that was supposed to arrive monday that delivery date got pushed back to tuesday then it got pushed back to today
1: yeah tracking
0: says it's out for delivery today we shall see mm-hmm. um yeah i've been reading a lot more bought a lot of books still searching for more books, checking out books Mm -hmm. from the library. What else? That's all all I'm doing. I'm I'm not working any more or less. I'm trying to work smarter if y'all could see. So where we sit to record, my desk is right there, like off to the right in the corner. The sheer amount of post-it notes of multiple sizes. (laughs) I uh, did a quick order, from. thank God for Amazon Prime, for a very specific size post-it note. So I could have three weekly to-do lists that, one, three separate to-do lists, one for client freelance work, one for all the stuff we do with Loving BDSM and all my other projects. And then a third for like life admin, I have to do these things to, to make sure our life keeps running. Three separate to-do lists, I needed larger pieces of paper and I wanted to stick them on a wall. Yes, I got that specific. And I spent a good 30 minutes researching post-it note size and color, rejecting the canary yellow because that was too stressful. It was like, that's too fucking bright. I, I can't, mm-hmm, that looks mm-hmm. like like work (laughs) i don't like that (laughs) and my desk is covered in four by four four inch by four inch post-it notes Mm -hmm. and my wall is now covered in if you didn't know they made five by eight five inch by eight inch uh, post-it notes now you do excuse me also lots of little bits of paper i used to think i was an organized human being i don't think that anymore um so that's where my mind has been is getting organized so i'm working hopefully smarter It doesn't sound like I'm working smarter, I know, but for me it is, (laughs) so that I don't have to work much harder, and then I'm trying to read more and, like, disconnect from being online a little bit more and relax more. That's that's where I'm at. It's the cycle. When my mental health, because we talked about my mental health last week, when my mental health gets really bad and I come out of that cycle, I am driven to try to prevent that cycle again so i'm like what do i need to stay calm i will do those things and it yeah (laughs) it apparently involves a lot of post-it notes and book buying i mean i'm here for it so
1: Hmm. i know when you told me you ordered more post-it notes all i could do is just shake my head
0: Taysha, you're right. Yellow does feel like it's yelling at you. And I was like, no, we're not doing that. We're not mm-hmm. doing that. I looked at pitch black um, post its X. X has 12 colors, at least, of post its. Okay. I have. It depends on which size we're talking about because yeah. <laughs> I have multiple sizes of post its. I looked at the black and I liked the black, but I don't currently have any pins that you could see like I don't have a light enough anything and I was like oh I don't think I should I can justify buying another pen that's a white ink to use on the black post-it note so I'll just skip that this time.
1: Well (laughs) if you have a black Mm post-it and you write in black ink isn't that like a secret message because it's invisible ink?
0: Yes but I (laughs) don't need to keep the message secret from myself. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> yes, he's having a silver Sharpie on black. I bet that's really cool. But then I would have had to stop and buy the silver Sharpie and I was already feeling yeah. a little bit guilty about buying the five inch by eight inch gigantic post-its. Yeah. Don't that's worry so- though, there are post-it notes. Let's put air quotes around that word that literally are the size of easel. So if we ever need to do a presentation, I can get those too. So those are fun. Mm.
1: Those are fun. Um, I Probably gold would look good on I don't like gold. I know you don't. I just don't like gold. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um oh, and um I Tashu asked this question in the live stream because Elegant Leon did uh up, 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 uh sponsor this uh, week's uh-huh. episode and Teishu asked which anklet am I wearing and I have I'm reading it so I don't on wrong. <laughs> and it is the Vertebrae weave in purple. Okay. And it is delightful.
1: And and Amy asked earlier on about the um display on the computer. It's the it's the 4K. Did I get the 4K?
0: Yeah. Oh, I got the 4K. Okay. Yeah. I know, because eventually we just went in and did the customize and just make your own damn computer, because mm-hmm. the pre-built ones, we were like, but I like that, but I don't like that. Yeah. But I like that, but I don't mm-hmm. like that. I didn't, y'all, I didn't know what the fuck I'd gotten. I just know I'm getting a new computer. But we're not talking about computers, because that leads y'all down the path of tech talk. <laughs> and if you want to do tech talk, I, we've got all the equipment. You are welcome to start recording yourself at any point. Just make it when I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And when is that exactly? <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I mean, as much as I love the office and I love working here and I love our new house and also we're in a pandemic, I would be grateful if there was a time you were like, you have to leave. I'm about to do a tech talk thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I would
0: get out for that. Um, yeah, you turn on the fan. It's hot in Yeah. There. So I think that's it for us. Yeah, pretty much. You hurt yourself and now you're better. I'm, I'm
1: fine now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Some of us had our eyes glaze over at the the tech talk. Some of us had our eyes glaze over at the the mention of makeup. So, you know, fair and equitable is what we're going Mm -hmm, for here. mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I think that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't forget the emoji of the week is the handshake emoji. Thank you to Elegantly Owned for sponsoring Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. week's uh, episode. Elegantly Owned is on Etsy. Search that all one word, Elegantly Owned, or use the links in the appropriate place. Coupon code is LOVINGBDSM15 Mm -hmm. to save 15% off your order. Uh, Review video with a wonderful little surprise. My intention is for that video to happen um, the last Monday in June, so June 29th. That's my intention. That's all about mm-hmm. the editing. I have, mm-hmm. I'm. have. Do you know we have not done a video that I've needed to edit in three months? I, we're going to find out how rusty I am. Ooh. Do I even know how the fuck this shit works anymore?
1: Wow. That's going to be scary.
0: I know. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's it for us this week. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, we will talk to you later. If yeah. you uh, never can make the podcast live stream or you can and you enjoy it, we do a hangout on YouTube mm-hmm. live every Friday, 9.30 p.m. Yeah. Eastern. That's what we do. So, there we go, Mm -hmm. that's it. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.